Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Stevenson Center for Community and Economic Development podcast. My name is Lindsay Earle, and I'm going to be telling you a little bit about my journey in national service, applying to graduate school, taking classes with the Stevenson Center, and now serving in my professional practice. At the beginning of the episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and my previous AmeriCorps experience. Then I'll talk to you about my decision to apply to the Stevenson Center and why I picked the Stevenson Center. Then what it's like to take classes, um, the process of being placed with my host organization, and my experience working at Change Happens, which is a community-based organization in Houston's Third Ward. Lastly, I'll talk uh, about my next steps and plan for the future. Okay, so my name is Lindsay, as I said, and I'm from Littleton, Colorado. Um, I went to Colorado State University and I studied environmental sociology, global environmental sustainability, anthropology, and international development. And then after I graduated, I decided to do national service. So I applied for AmeriCorps National Civilian Community Corps, and I was accepted to the Pacific region in Sacramento, California as a Corps member. I was placed on a team called Gold Five, and it was me and 11 other people, um, all ages 18 to 24. And the way that NCCC works is once you're placed on a team, you're deployed throughout the country to do all different types of service work. And so I really did everything. Um, I built and expanded several gardens. We also planted trees at one point um, for an area that was heavily impacted by a wildfire. I worked for a camp for youth of military families and a camp for um, children with severe illnesses. Um, I went to Hawaii and we built almost an entire neighborhood there, which was really phenomenal, at least the exterior of the building. So there was a lot of reward in the work that we did in NCCC, and I'm really thankful that I had the experience to live in so many different places. Um, My second year, I was a team leader for NCCC, also in the Pacific region, and it was also a really, really amazing experience. I think it was a little bit more stressful. Um, I was managing 11 other people. And um, I was just on the clock all the time. And so that was definitely a big challenge for me. But I also think that with challenges comes um, learning opportunities as well. So myself and my other team leaders, as well as people on my team, since we went through so much during that year, we really bonded. And I keep in contact with a lot of um, the members of NCCC to this day. Actually, in about a month, I'm going to be having a reunion in Denver um, with some of the other team leaders. So I'm really excited about that. Definitely some lifelong friends out of that experience. And then that kind of played into um, the reason why I applied for the Stevenson Center. Um, I was really looking for an opportunity that would help me transition from NCCC into graduate school. Definitely very different environments. NCCC is very hands-on, a lot of physical labor. Um, And then graduate school, you're more sitting at a desk um, and listening to your professors or researching and writing. And so I wanted something that would help me transition. I had heard of the Stevenson Center. Um, but I didn't know too much about it, and frankly, the word economic threw me off because I'm not very good at math, and I was concerned that it might not be a good fit for me, or I wouldn't be able to do the math in the program. Um, That ultimately didn't end up being a big thing. Um, So I applied to the Stevenson Center. I ended up getting into a couple different schools, which was really exciting. So I did visits at other schools, And the one question that I always asked is, so your program, um, you study and you learn about community, is there a sense of community within the cohort and within the graduate program? And at every other program besides the Stevenson Center, it was almost like they never thought about it before. And they told me, frankly, like, there isn't that great of a sense of community. 
And so that was really the primary factor that led me to accept a position in cultural anthropology at the Stevenson Center. Um, so there is that. Um, the other thing is that the Stevenson Center really values our prior service work. And so I felt like since it was such a big part of my life, I did NCCC for two years, lived in 11 different places. I wanted the staff and the other, um, my other classmates to really value that as well. So it kind of played into my decision. Um, let's see here. My field of study, so as I said, I'm studying cultural anthropology. Um, my research interests, I'm interested in service work since that's what I've done for a lot of my life. Also classism, um, stratification in US society, built environmentalism. Um, specifically my thesis research, um, it's called You Have 72 Hours, Ethnography of Public Servitude as an Enabling Mechanism for Criminalization of the Unsheltered Homeless. And um, I'm looking at the cycle of homeless camp evictions in the United States. We have a lot of laws specifically in city code that target the homeless population for necessary functions for human life. And I wanted to see how this played out in a small town in the Midwest. So I did interviews, participant observation, uh, surveys, and I looked at some jail data to ultimately just kind of analyze the system and also perceptions of various occupations, including police officers, um, homeless services workers, and city employees. And a couple minutes ago, I just wrote my last sentence of my first draft, so I'm very excited um, about that. Um, and okay, so the classes at the Stevenson Center. The classes, um, they, they're pretty diverse, but they all kind of center around community. And thankfully, anthropology kind of focuses on different communities as well, oftentimes marginalized communities. So I would say my favorite class um, that I took was a cultural anthropology class and a linguistic class. Its title was American Signs, Symbols, and Semiotics. Um, it was taught by Professor Jim Stanlaw. And I really liked this class because it was really unique and it was kind of bizarre. Um, we did a lot of different things. Some days we'd watch documentaries. Um, other days we'd do like performance and performance art. We did a lot of group projects, which typically I'm not a huge fan of, um, but there were such interesting projects that I really had a lot of fun with it. We did an entire unit on conspiracy theories, and so our final project was to um, get together as a group, build um, paraphernalia for conspiracy theory, and then go on the plaza and try to recruit people and observe their reaction to it, which actually very much related to what we were studying in the class at the time. So that was super fascinating. I think I just liked it because it was so unique. Um, and Bloomington Normal too. Um, it's it's a normal place, but I'm saying that in a really good way. It's a really nice community, um, and there there's stuff going on. It might not be that evident um, when you first look at it, but there are community events and there's things to do. And since it is a mid-sized town, um, you will see people that you know there. Um, you'll run into them, but if you want to avoid someone, you can. So I think it's a nice sized town. Um, and the people there are really nice as well. It's called the Midwest Nice. Um, the staff at the Stevenson Center are all phenomenal, phenomenal people. So welcoming and they really support you and they want you to succeed, which I think is really important in a graduate program. Everyone else in my cohort also just love them so much um, and I miss them. We're hopefully all going to be meeting up um, perhaps next month, um, so I'll get to see them again. 
but you know the classes were hard and it's a lot of work and so I feel like that was a great bonding experience for us. So now um, I'm working at an organization called Change Happens. Um, the process of being matched with them was kind of ranking different organizations. They ranked me and ultimately we placed each other very highly in our rankings. And so at first I was nervous because I've never been to the South. I've never been to Houston. I frankly probably didn't even know where Houston was in Texas. Um, and so I didn't know what to expect at all. But I'm having a really, really good experience here. Um, change happens. I'll tell you a little bit more about them. So community-based organization out of Houston's Third Ward, which is a historically black neighborhood. Um, in recent times, they've been pretty impoverished, although it used to be a really booming economy back in the day. And so we offer a lot of programs and services, in fact, 18 different programs and services for marginalized communities. So we do work with the chronically homeless that have a diagnosed disability. We use the housing first model, so we just find them housing and then act as case managers after that. Um, HIV prevention and assistance. So um, there's a mobile vehicle that will drive around and offer testing services for those on the street. Um, we do youth services as well, so a lot of prevention education for high-risk behavior, mentoring programs as well. And then I've had the opportunity to work on a couple new programs that are coming up. One is called Young Fathers Can, and it's going to be a mentoring program for young fathers who have recently been released from prison. So that's a really great one. Another thing is we're building a job training program, and this would be for Houston adults who are at risk of being dependent on federal assistance and we train them in welding, um, IT, and construction, which are all high-growth, high-demand industries. So hopefully they'd be able to get employment and then have um, a living wage after that. So those are a couple of things that I've worked on, but I would actually say primarily I've been working in disaster services and grant writing. One of the unique aspects of this placement for me is that Hurricane Harvey hit three days after I got here. And so we didn't have work here for a week because it was a liability. But what I ended up doing is I went to a hotel next to the Red Cross headquarters and they ended up calling me in. So I served in the George R. Brown mega shelter for a week as a volunteer manager. And so once I came back to Change Happens after that, they uh, knew that I kind of had some of the skill sets to, to start disaster operations here. So I've been able to raise $70,000 and disseminate that to 40 uh, low-income communities that were affected by Harvey. So definitely a really fulfilling aspect of my job. The other thing is I do grant writing as well. So I've worked on probably, I'd say, a dozen or so grants at this point and had a, a pretty heavy hand in that. Pretty, probably 50% of them have been funded. So I think one of the things that I'm proud of is the fact that at this point, um, I've made more money for Change Happens than my salary, and so I'm kind of a return on investment that way. So for students that are either considering applying to the Stevenson Center or kind of anticipating their professional practice, um, this is my advice to you. So the classes are hard, the struggle is real, um, but that's definitely going to bond you and your classmates, and you're likely going to make some lifelong friends that way. And just be open to experiences, um, embrace everything that comes your way, whether you're in Bloomington Normal or you're in your professional practice. All of you are smart and capable. You wouldn't have gotten into the program otherwise. And it kind of takes a rare human to be able to succeed in both the classroom and the field. So you're powerful change makers. And as we said in AmeriCorps, I thought it was super lame at the time, but now I really like it. Um, go out and get things done for America.